We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. The coronavirus. There are fears a rapidly spreading virus has reached Australia. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in banned from entering the country. Christmas Island declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Well, that's a wrap, folks. The Joe Biden OSHA mandate is dead in the water, and the Supreme Court smacked it down so hard that they made it impossible for another court to even rule on it. But you had the same three judges we'd expect, Sotomayor, uh, Breyer, and that other doofy guy. I can't remember his name right now. Those the only three who vo voted no against it, or said any kind of like, no, we don't, no, keep the mandate. But it was a 6-3 to three decision. Six Supreme Court judges, including John Roberts, said there will be no vaccine mandates and OSHA does not have the power to do so. And holy hell, is the left really not happy? They are throwing huge fits. Just go look at Dan Rather's Twitter and replies. He's blowing a gasket. And we got a couple articles to get into, of course, but... I want to stop and address a couple of things before we get into this. One, it was very obvious from the get-go that this would eventually get the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court would smack it down. Especially with someone like Clarence Thomas being very openly like, no, unconstitutional. And I told you guys, do not comply. Because eventually, no complying, not complying to this will pay off. And a lot of people are pussies. A lot of people are pussies. Now, to clarify, I know there's a difference, right? There are some people who medically cannot get the vaccine. And that's... I, I get it. You can get it. Cool. Cool. In the long term, way better you never got it. But, this is solely for those people who said, I won't get the vaccine. Until your boss said, well, we demand you get it. And then you got it. You are... A bitch. You should have quit. You should have left. You should have stood your ground and said no. And a lot of people should have done that. A large, vast number of people should have stood up and said no. And I guarantee you this. We saw it. I covered it. People, NBA, a lot of these people were like, oh, fuck, we need to, we need to, to make exemptions for people so they can play. Fuck, fuck. 
they were really panicking because they couldn't keep employees. And then once OSHA was like, oh, well, I guess we're going to do it. It was written in in such loose terms. It was the vaguest of, yeah, do it. Or else. But there was never an or else. That whole fine thing was some shit Joe Biden just blabbered. I was never put into the OSHA guidelines. Hmm. A lot of people. A lot of people I know were like, I'm not getting vaccinated. No one can make me get vaccinated. But then, when when the boss said, hey, go get vaccinated or get the fuck out. A lot of people tucked their dicks between their legs and clucked. And I can't pretend to have sympathy for these people. If you want to get the vaccine and you got it, I'm happy for you. But if you were the type of person who said, I'm not getting it and you got it, fuck you. Your DNA being all fucked up, not my problem. Sucks to be you in the long run. Now me? Never took it. I was defiant told my workplace I fucking refuse I will not be vaccinated and I will quit very adamant on it and you know you stand up for yourself if you stand up for yourself people are willing to work with you and when that willing to work with you show them you stand by what you say and leave things work out for those kinds of people in the end and now here we are the supreme court smacking down the mandate like I said, making it damn near impossible for any future court to rule on this case in any direction. It's been a long time coming. It's been an obvious thing in the works. I, uh... A lot of people now have fucked up DNA, likely. I'm waiting for a little bit more information to come out on this, but uh, the Veritas leak looks like it's going to come out. It's going to be great. But... A lot of people just complied now. And because they didn't wait or they didn't act on their beliefs, now the people who didn't get vaccinated get to be all smug about it. And my buddy, let me tell you, I would be fucking smug about it. I know a lot of people who are business owners, and I sent them, as soon as this broke, I sent them texts like, hey, look at this, look at this, look at this, look, 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 look. Ah, you went for a mandate that was never actually put in paper, and you just complied with it, and the Supreme Court is laughing. Ha, 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 Don't get me wrong. I have friends who are vaccinated. I have family that's vaccinated. I don't want side effects. Hell, I want the vaccine to be a major success, because... That's another thing Trump could brag about. And I like seeing Trump brag about shit that's worthy bragging about. The vaccine is nothing to be proud of, though. The vaccine is fucked up. And it's shed to your DNA, so it will forever be part of you. It'll be like, we're waiting to see some studies. There are people doing studies right now on babies being born since parents were vaccinated. And they're waiting for more and more babies to be born. I think they need 500 babies minimum born with parents who are vaccinated. Or who are conceived after their parents were vaccinated so they can see if the babies have uh, have any of this shit in their DNA already. But man, that report comes out. Ooh, buddy. Oh, buddy. It's going to be rough. And not to mention, Joe Biden's approval rating is at 30 right now. 30! And with this ruling coming out, oh, mm, it's going to be a rough one for him. We're going to see him in the low 20s officially. I already, I've been saying I think he's in the high... This time, about a month ago, I was saying, I think he's in the high 20s, approval rating-wise. Now they're saying he's in the low 30s. That means he's probably in the low 20s. Though I do want to congratulate Jimmy Carter on being the the 44th worst president. Or the 45th worst president, I should say. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy, no, no, Jimmy Carter is the 44, yep, 44th worst president. Woodrow Wilson is the 45th worst president. But that's enough of, of this little pre-show uh, glorious jerk-off celebration. Without any further ado, let's get right into the day's stories.
We first, of course, go to who else but the Daily Wire. The Daily Wire was the first ever. Of all the fucking people, they were the very first in the country to file lawsuits against the vaccine mandate. And they did not comply. They refused. And you know what? They won. The Supreme Court said, take your mandate, sit on it, and fucking spin. And this article is by uh, a guy whose last name does not fit him at all. Article by Jeremy Boring. It's an opinion piece. Like I said, it's a victory article. Published January 13th, 2022. Titled, We Said Do Not Comply. Period. We won. Today is a day of celebration. We said do not comply. You did not comply. In fact, over a million of you signed our petition saying as much. And today, we kicked the government's ass. That petition is somewhere in one of my old uh, uploads when I was talking about Ben Shapiro first launching his lawsuit against this. Exists to protect, not erode, the God-given freedoms of the people. More, the court's stay will prevail even if the Sixth Circuit Courts rule in favor of Biden's administration at some future date. Yeah, that's what I was saying when they made it impossible for any future ruling. <sighs> oh, <laughs> ooh, you know, between the Cal Rittenhouse verdict and this, man, this is two major wins I can take. Last year ended up pretty good with that last little uh, Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And then the Maxine uh, trial, Maxwell trial, when she went to prison for life. And now this. I don't know, man. 2022 is off to a way better start than 2020 or 2020 or 2021 was. Did I say 2020, 21? Hmm. 2022 is off to a far greater start than 2021 or 2020 was ever going to be. Like, this is phenomenal. This spells all but certain doom for OSHA's unimaginable overreach into the private health decisions of some 85 million Americans whose only crime is having a job at a company with more than 100 employers and bosses with limp dicks and pussies who cannot say no to the government and take a moral stance and just buckle at the slightest pressure or fear from some government that I've been saying since day one could not enforce this even if it was voted into law. And it would never be voted into law to begin with. I remember having arguments with co-workers who, mind you, got vaccinated and all have gotten sick with COVID. Every co-worker I got that I can think of who's gotten vaccinated has ended up sick. Me, I haven't had one sick day ever. At this job. I've been sick and called off. But I do want that's actually a good little thing to touch on here. Now, there are some employers who did not necessarily buckle to this because they're pussies. They buckled to it because they're selfish socialists. That's another excuse. Why? Because some people are just assholes, man. They get sick and they don't call off. And they show up anyway and those cunts get everybody sick. Those are assholes. If you're sick, call in and be like, I'm sick. I can't come in. I'm throwing up. I'll see if I get you a doctor's note. Sorry for any inconvenience. And if you have an asshole boss that says, well, you come in anyway, you say, fuck you. I'm not putting the health of all my other coworkers at risk. I'm going to stay home. I'm sick. And then hang up on the bitch. But bosses may have used, may want to be like, well, I don't want people coming in here pretending not to be sick and get other people sick if they have COVID. So what I'm going to do is use this pseudo mandate as a... Trojan horse of sorts to get through my malicious intentions. If it's not that, then it was cowardice. It was just being a straight up bitch, a little punk ass. That's straight up what it boiled down to. If it wasn't the evil alternative, it was the scared and feckless route people went. And I'm happy to say that there are people in this world who said, fuck you. And it's also sort of funny in a roundabout way how many people got vaccinated just to get super sick anyway. How did those vaccines and boosters help you? Did those shots prevent you from getting COVID? No, it didn't. Y'all got COVID. And the CDC and the W and the NH was like, oh, you know, it wasn't actually to prevent COVID. 
or stop the spread. It was to lessen lessen severity, which ended up being bullshit because Omicron only showed any sort of actual like viciousness in people who are vaccinated. Omicron is virtually asymptomatic in people. Most people, it's like ninety eight percent of people who aren't vaccinated are asymptomatic non-spreaders of Omicron. Because once it gets in their system, it can't spread. It gets in there and it's like, oh, fuck, this body's already prepared for me. And the body fucks it up quickly. But people who are vaccinated, uh, for some reason, they seem to come down with severe COVID. Or at least a minorly severe case of COVID where they have to take a couple days off work and they test positive for COVID now. So, uh, yeah, sheeple, how'd those vaccines work out for you? You feel safe yet? Bah, twice for yes. Bah, once for no. Back to the article. According to the order of the court and basic common sense, quote, although COVID-19 is a risk that occurs in many workplaces, it is not an occupational hazard in most. COVID-19 can and does spread at home, in schools, during sports events, and everywhere else that people gather. That kind of universal risk is no different from the day-to-day dangers that all face from crime, air pollution, or any number of communicable diseases. Permitting OSHA to regulate the hazards of daily life simply because most Americans have jobs and face those same risks while on the clock would significantly expand OSHA's regulatory authority without clear congressional authorization. End quote and how. Yeah, think about all the terrible parents that buck that think about all the parents out there. I know parents that didn't get vaccinated, but they got their fucking kid vaccinated for COVID. I know assholes like that. I know feckless fucking cowards who turned their kids into guinea pigs, but they didn't do it themselves. But they were like, Well, I don't need a vaccine to go to school. Well, you get the flu shot every year, cunt. So if you trust uh, trust the flu shot enough to give it to your kid and you, why don't you trust this vaccine enough to give it to your kid and you? You fucking pussy. And I'm annoyed at them. And how about all those people that got their kids vaccinated so their kid could participate in a, in a one season of fucking football or something? And now this mandate's up and they're sitting there like, oh, fuck. He could have just missed the season and still have intact DNA. Well, I guess I'm an asshole. No, you're a terrible parent. Big difference. The order further states, quote, although Congress has indisputably given OSHA the power to regulate occupational dangers, it has not given the agency the power to regulate public health more broadly, requiring the vaccination of 84 million fucking Americans. Select simply because they work with an employer with more than 100 employees. Certainly falls into the latter category, end quote. What does all that mean? It means we won. It means we're still free. Goddamn fucking right. Fuck you and your mandated vaccines. The vaccine has mass side effects. The only people who should be getting it are people who have consulted a medical professional. And when the vaccine backfires and fucks them up, they should go to that medical professional and demand fucking answers. It means the complaints being with the Daily Wire who brought the first in the national lawsuits against the mandate and nearly 60 others including the Federation of Independent Businesses and the coalition of states who were invited to give oral arguments before the court have prevailed in in our application for injunctive, injunctive relief. And it means that for today and very likely forever, Joe Biden's attempts to turn private employers into the enforcement arm of his federal vaccination scheme will not be implemented. The scope of just how badly we beat the bastards is hard to overemphasize. No shit. Fuck you, Davos Group. Fuck you. Writing in concurrent with the order, Justice Gorsuch, Gorsuch, Thomas, and Alito point out that had OSHA rule been allowed to stand, quote, the law would afford OSHA almost unlimited discretion. And you don't think that was a fucking goal at some point. 
The goal of every government program, no matter how benign it starts, is to fucking expand. Look at Social Security. Look at the TSA. Look at the NSA. Look at the Patriot Act. Look at how con- look at how No Child Left Behind evolved into Common Core. Government programs and fucking government offices and departments, their sole goal is to grow and expand and to invade into every part of your life. Government is a fucking plague. Take the anarchy pill, folks. Ugh, writing. Oh, I already read that part. Saying the occurring opinion, quote, the question before us is not how to respond to the pandemic, but who holds the power to do so? The answer is clear under the law as it stands today. The power rests with the states and Congress, not OSHA. If the court were to grant such emergency powers, says the justice, quote, declaration of emergencies would never end and the liberties our constitution separations of power seeks to preserve would amount to little, end quote. Total victory, not just for millions of Americans who have exercised their right not to be vaccinated, but millions more who oppose the tyranny of this mandate regardless of their vaccine status. An utter defeat. The government, which sought to enforce its will on the American people, literally into the American people, at threat of financial ruin just because they're convinced they know better for you. Drink their tears, my friends. Enjoy your freedom, and by the grace of God, you still have it. A fucking men. God damn. Let the victory just rush in and bask in it. Those of you who have said no to this are now the fucking victors. And people like me, Tim Poole, Steven Crowder, Sticks Hexenhammer, Jimmy Dore, Shoe on Head, and so many fucking more said this will not stand. And it didn't. Folks, the left wants to control you and tell you how to live your life. The left doesn't have your children. Or the left doesn't have kids. They have yours. The left doesn't have a life. They want yours. Join the side of freedom. And that's not the conservative or the Republicans. Join the populist movement. Again, article from the big dicked Chad Thundercocks over at the Daily Wire article by Jeremy Boring. God damn. And let's continue this celebration to the next fucking article. Now my friends, I would love to start this article with everybody's Chucky from fucking uh, Child's Play lookalike just cry on the podium and she copes and fucking seethes. Play the audio. First, let me start with some good news. Uh, news that maybe isn't getting enough attention yet. That's our jobs here, or my job here, I should say. Uh, CMS's requirement for healthcare workers to be vaccinated will save the lives of patients, as well as the lives of doctors, nurses, and others uh, who work in healthcare settings. It will- That's interesting because since the vaccine's been out, uh, the... Um- number of deaths from COVID have just skyrocketed like insanely so uh I don't know cunt are you saving lives I don't know we'll cover 17 million healthcare workers at 76,000 medical facilities the supreme court upheld it and we will enforce that uh the sen- uh, the the supreme court's decision today junior mandate essentially means that in the this pandemic it is up to individual employers to determine whether their workplaces will be safe for employees and whether their businesses will be safe for consumers. Uh, so President Biden, you'll see this in his statement, uh, will be calling on and will continue to call on businesses to immediately join those, those who have already stepped up, including one third of Fortune 100 companies uh, to institute vaccination requirements to protect their work. Listen, just because the Supreme Court said this is evil and unconstitutional, you should still do it. 
govern, all right? We are your bosses. You listen to the big government, all right? I don't care what the law of the land said. I don't give a fuck what the Supreme Court said. You should still comply with the vaccine mandate. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Cunt. With your hairy fucking legs and your weird... Look up Jen Saki's legs. That is some of the ugliest shit I've ever seen. But, I will say this. On paper, I don't have a problem with the workplace having a vaccine mandate. If a job site wants to require you to have a vaccine, then so be it. I, I, I think that they should be able to. I don't think the government should be telling people they have to. I, I think employers have the right to hire people based, should have the right to hire people and not hire people based on whatever the fuck they feel like. They don't want to hire based on skin color. They don't want to hire based on religion. They don't want to hire based on vaccination status. Fine, so be it. I think that's completely within their right. I don't like the government says that you can't do that. And you would see that people would actually compete. You would have a lot of places like, well, my competitor has all these racist and statist rules for employees. I'll have the opposite route and I'll go complete freedom boss. And I'll have more employees and more happy employees. And one company will go out while the freedom-loving business stays open. Basic economics and competitive theory, folks. But now that we, let's finish this up. Workers, customers, and communities. We have to keep working together in order uh, to uh, get this done to save more lives. Um... <laughs> to save more lives, she says. Our next article comes from the Daily Mail. It's up to the states to do the right thing. Biden tells states to ignore Supreme Court and impose vax mandate anyway after SCOTUS votes 6-3 to block his federal order. The courts Thursday decided... Sorry. The courts Thursday decision allows Biden's vaccine mandate for health employees at facilities receiving Medicare or Medicaid funds to stay. More than 80 million U.S. workers would have been affected by private by the private rule the decision to block biden's private mandate fell six to three all liberals against and all conservatives for weird phrasing for that biden faced a slew of setbacks in the last 48 Eight hours, having just lost the fight to pass voting rights and legislation by scuttling the filibuster, which is intact and actually got stronger. Low. Conservative justices claim Biden's rule would have presented a significant encroachment on the everyday lives of the American worker. In his opinion, Justice Gorsuch took a shot at the White House chief and staff, Ron McClain, who previously retweeted an MSNBC host calling the rule a workaround. Biden's rule for health care workers was allowed to stay in a 5-4 decision. In September, Biden ordered companies with 100 or more employees to impose a vaccine mandate or set up weekly COVID testing. Article by Elizabeth Eklund, published January 13th, 2022, at just shy of midnight. And it was updated as well on the 14th, so it's just updated. President Biden urged businesses to bring in vaccine mandates on their own and push states to do the right thing, in quotes, by the way. After the Supreme Court voted 6-3 to block his sweeping rules on private companies in a crushing blow to his pandemic response. The High Court did, however, allow the vaccine mandate for employees at healthcare facilities receiving federal dollars to go into effect. 27 states had petitioned the Supreme Court to issue a stay on the rule while it is battled out in the judicial system. <laughs> It's the latest setback in a devastating 48 hours for Biden, 
who failed to get enough support among Senate Democrats to kill the filibuster and pass voting rights legislations. He also saw his approval rating plummet to 33. By the way, again, if it's 30, if it's in the low 30s and they're saying it that publicly, it's probably the low 20s. Gets me how it goes to Biden. In a Quinnipiac poll published Wednesday, and inflation grew to its highest point in 40 years with a 7% price rise in December. Again, they're saying it's 7% now. Imagine how bad it actually is. When they admit two things being bad, it's always worse. And they're not admitting how worse it is. The conservative justice claims Biden rule was overboard and would have presented a significant encroachment on the everyday lives and health of 84 plus million Americans that would have been impacted. The justices passed Biden's mandate for healthcare workers 5 to 4 with Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Brett Kavanaugh siding with liberal Justice Sonia Sotomayor, Elena uh, Keegan, and Stephen Breyer. Dumbasses. Biden calls the ruling on private businesses disappointing in a statement on Thursday afternoon, but added that the decision to keep health care mandates will save lives. This emergency start Quote, this emergency standard allowed employees to require vaccinations or to permit workers who refused to be vaccinated so long as they were tested once a week and wore a mask on and wore a mask at work. A very modest burden, the president claimed. Suck dick, you old fag. Jesus. You old child sniffing pedo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get the booster. Get the booster. Get this booster. Get this shot. Get this shot. Do this, that, and the other thing. Do all this shit. And then wear a mask and get tested every week as well. It's just so low burden, you know? It's not harassing that much of you. Just one shot, two shot, three shot, four shot, booster shot. And wear a mask and get tested. Oh, it's just so. Un-fuck-intrusive. Well, I am suddenly very tired. <laughs> Quote, As a result of the court's decision, it is now up to the states and individual employees, or individual employers, to determine whether to make their workplace as safe as possible for employees, and whether their business will be safe for consumers during this pandemic, by requiring employees to take the simple and effective step of getting vaccinated. 13 states, including Texas, Florida, and Arizona, have bans or limits on imposing vaccine mandates, while many companies, including Macy's and Starbucks, have already announced measures for their employees. The Democrat-led states, such as New York, in their own mandates, won't be impacted and can keep their rules in place, while states without any rules in place can decide for themselves. Republicans celebrated the decision by calling it a victory for freedom after claiming it was an overreach for the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, the agency usually tasked with investigating asbestos and workplace accidents. The decision also came as new data appeared to show Omicron may have peaked that cases will and should start falling sharply soon. (sighs) Statistics from John Hopkins University shows that New York, New Jersey, and Maryland have all seen a seven-day average case drop in recent days. Deaths have spiked by 20% 20 in in a fortnight to around 1,820 a day but still sits far below the peak of winter 2020, even though more COVID infections are being recorded and more COVID deaths under Joe Biden too. Keep that in mind. Let's see, is there anything here? Video? I'm not, I don't, I don't do the ads. And it, was, and it split right the way you thought that it would. Supreme Court basically said, and it was, and it split right the way you thought that it would, but it, it split with the six conservatives on the court saying, 
OSHA doesn't have that authority to, to do that. The administration doesn't have the authority. And Congress hadn't actually established, you know, the kind of laws and the kind of foundation that it would take for OSHA to even. It's really funny. If you watch the video I'm watching right now, this of course will be in the description. And they zoom in. All the conservative justices are sitting there with this big fucking grin on their face and the three at the end are just sitting there with this like fucking glued on fake smile. You know, consider trying to do that. So this is big. This t this takes uh, a major tool out of the toolbox as far as, you know, the Biden administration is concerned. They did allow the mandates to actually go into effect for, for all those uh, healthcare workers that work at establishments that, re that receive Medicare and Medicaid funding. So that will at least impact, you know, the people in the healthcare professions. So unless uh, the Biden administration is gonna go back to Congress and actually get Congress to actually pass some kind of legislation that would then allow it to, you know, come back and say, we have the cover of law now. I think this is probably gonna be a dead issue. Okay. Biden's rival, Donald Trump, praised the decision and mocked Biden's campaign era promise to shut down the virus. I will say it is comforting to know that Trump, as much of a shill as he's been for this vaccine, he's at least not a mandator. Quote, the Supreme Court has spoken, confirming what we all knew. Let me hold on. <clears throat> the Supreme Court has spoken, confirming what we all knew. Biden's disastrous mandates are unconstitutional. Okay. Okay. Ask anybody. Most unconstitutional bastard in the whole country. Ask anyone. They said I was unconstitutional. Look at him. Look at him. The Supreme Court, Sleepy Joe Biden, got fucked in the Supreme Court. Huge loses. Huge. Bigly. Losing bigly. Trump said in a statement through his Save America pack, which... I may or may not have already gotten some merch from fuck off quote Biden promised to shut down the virus not the economy but he failed miserably on both and and and, and mandates would have further destroyed the economy we are proud of our supreme court for not backing down no read my no mandates uh except for if you're in the hospital workplace biden rolled out sweeping measures in september aimed at getting more americans vaccinated after the rate of inoculations slumped as the delta variant brought a new wave of infections over the summer for if implemented they would have affected a combined one-third of the U.S. workforce. Following the president's orders, the Occupational Health and Safety Administration, OSHA, the agency which ensures public health and private work safety on the federal level, rolled out details for its rules on private companies. Here's the funny thing, though. They never actually made a fucking rule in OSHA. Joe Biden never made an executive order, order for the vaccine mandate. He just came out and issued a fucking statement. And people are like, well, you know what? We're business owners who have no fucking scruples and no balls whatsoever. So yes, sir, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cuck myself, and I'm gonna tell the let the government tell me how to run my business, how to treat my staff. If you're one of those bosses, fuck you, you goddamn pussy, you sniveling fucking coward, too scared to stand up for yourself, your business, and your and your employees. Disgrace. You're not a boss. You're a fucking coward desperate to hold on to whatever scheme you got going on. And your employees deserve better. And they should leave you. But let's get back into this. In a 6-3 majority opinion. Uh, it's ruling, sweetheart. It's not an opinion. It's a ruling. Again, sit on your mandate and fucking spin, cunt. The conservatives, the conservative justices claim the rule draws distinctions based on industry or risk of exposure to COVID-19. Oh, draws no distinctions based on industry or risk of exposure from, to COVID-19. They go on to argue that COVID-19 is not an occupational hazard. 
and can be spread at home, in school, during sports events, and everywhere else that people gather. That kind of universal risk is no different from the day-to-day dangers that all face from crime, air pollution, and a number of communicable diseases. The ruling states, quote, permitting OSHA to regulate the hazards of daily life simply because most Americans have jobs and face those same risks while on the clock would significantly expand OSHA's regulatory authority without clear congressional authorization. They called the rule a blunt instrument and would improperly place it, would would improperly place the same workplace guidelines on a lineman as a medic. In his occupational opinion, sorry, in his concurring opinion, Justice Neil Groshek appeared to take a jab at the White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain, who landed himself in Biden, landed himself and Biden in hot water late last year by retweeting an MSNBC article calling the mandates the ultimate workaround to normal congressional authority. Groshek said it appeared that OSHA, quote, pursued its regulatory initiative only as a legislative workaround. Nice. Based. In typical fashion, Klain took to Twitter to defend his boss's mandates on Thursday like a good whore defending her pimp. Quote, We didn't impose any vaccine requirements until August, and the one the court stayed today was not announced until September, Klein wrote. Quote, These requirements were used only after persuasion, incentives, $100 to get a vax, and a final FDA approval while in place. Listen, you fucking cunts. You cannot give me 100 bucks and expect me to take a dangerous experimental vaccine for 100 bucks. Fuck you. And fuck your life. Bing bong. Republicans' praise for the court's decision poured in the near, in near immediately. House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy blasted Biden's mandates as unlawful and not based on scientific on science before promising to continue to oppose the rule for healthcare workers. Today's ruling blocked OSHA's vaccine mandate is a welcome rejection of an arbitrary, aggressive, and authoritarian government. But the fight isn't over. Republicans will continue to speak up for the many healthcare workers who have been wrongly fired due to a similar mandate, McCarthy said. Quote, this is a huge win. The federal government has no place making far-reaching mandates that put an undue burden on businesses across Wyoming. Senator, really? Cynthia Loomis wrote on Twitter. How about the whole country? What's in Wyoming? Like 20 people and a couple moose? Mike Pompeo, Donald Trump's ex-secretary of state, said Biden's mandate is unconstitutional, period. Uh, yeah, Mike Pompeo, the guy that was working under Trump and was making ideas on how to assassinate Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. Yeah. Fuck you, Pompeo, you fat sack of shit. Quote, Grateful the Supreme Court agreed. We must always be vigilant and ensure the federal government does not become too powerful. A piece of shit said on, on the platform. I mean, Pompeo said on the platform. The GOP tweeted, quote, This is a victory for American workers, and the GOP is proud of our role, filling one of the laws that halted the mandate. Sorry, filing one of the laws that halted the mandate. I cannot talk right now. Senator Roger Marshall, that's a good name, Roger Marshall, a licensed physician, celebrated, quote, This is a huge victory for all Americans who were forced to fight against Joe Biden's cruel campaign to push workers over their medical freedom. And hey, those of you who didn't get vaccinated, you should go up to people you know who are vaccinated and only got to keep their jobs and laugh. Offer no support. Reject this course. Take the troll pill. National Republican Party Chair Ron McDaniel said, quote, We are proud to have filed one of the lawsuits challenging the Biden administration and are encouraged by this ruling. But the fight is not over. The the Republican National Committee will continue to stand for businesses and workers. Uh, Democrats 
de- uh, will these states step? Will the states step in? How Democrat states could employ their own or private mandates, and Republicans could introduce more bans. Supreme Court ruling will give essentially will essentially leave it to the states to decide whether to put a mandate on private employees in place. 13 Republican states have already imposed a ban or a limitation on such mandates, but Democrat-led states have <clears throat> may have the option of extending rules for state and healthcare workers in the private sector. Vaccines are mandated for the state uh, for state workers in 19 states, while they are banned in 10 states, according to the National Academy for Health and State Policy. Here's a breakdown of the mandates in those states. 13 states have banned or limited vaccine mandates on employees. Arizona ban all, banned uh, uh, ban applies to all employees except healthcare. Healthcare institutions are permitted, but not mandated. They require to require vaccinations. However, they must provide reasonable accommodations for anyone who is unvaccinated. Arkansas banned scope is only state entities. It does not address the private sectors. Florida. Banned scope including all private and public employers and employers who violate the ban face $10,000 fine per violation. Based. I love Florida. Georgia. Banned scope is only state entities. It does not address private sector employees. Idaho. Banned scope is only for state entities. It does not apply to private employers. Indiana, same thing. If you work for a, the Indiana state, you're vaccinated. If you're a private, per, if you're a private sector in Indiana, you're not getting vaccinated unless you want to. Kansas, banned scope includes all private and public employers. Montana, ban ban applies to all employees except healthcare. Uh, healthcare institutions are permitted to ask employers to voluntarily share their status and may assume that anyone who does not share their status is unvaccinated. However, they must provide reasonable accommodations for anyone who is unvaccinated. New Hampshire generally bans the mandates generally bans the mandates of vaccines as conditions of employment unless a direct threat exists that cannot be addressed by any other means or a reasonable accommodation. North Dakota bans scope is only state entities does not address private sector employees. Tennessee bans scope is only state entities does not address private sector. Texas ban scope includes all private and public sec- employees. Utah ban scope is only state entities does not address private sector employees. Some of the GOP states could widen their ban on mandates. Other GOP states not on the list could also consider measures. The state that mandates for healthcare workers vaccine or termination are Colorado, Maine, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Washington. States that mandate for healthcare workers vaccination or testing mask or masking. Connecticut, Illinois, and Maryland. And now we got some replies here to read. From Save America, statement by Donald J. Trump. The 45th president of the United States the Supreme Court has spoken, confirming what we all knew. I read this already, but it's fun to read. Biden's disastrous mandates are unconstitutional. Biden promised to shut down the virus of the economy, but failed miserably on both ends. And mandates would have further destroyed the economy. We are proud of the Supreme Court for not backing down. No mandates. And Ronald Klain at, w, at White House or WHCOS on Twitter. We didn't impose any vaccine requirements until August. And the one the court stayed today was not announced until September. These requirements were used only after persuasion and incentives. As of now, 25 states have some kind of workplace COVID vaccine mandate, 16 of which have rules specifically for healthcare workers or long-term care workers, according to the leading age trackers. The majority of states with vaccine mandates also provide an alternative testing option. Six states have a vaccine or terminate rule. Now, let's go to Biden for his reaction. Title of this video title of this video is literally Biden's smirk while ignoring questions about Supreme Court ruling. 
folks, we'll talk about that later. Come on. All these journalists are yelling at him about the vaccine mandate. He's trying to get his response, and he's just sitting there holding his head, looking around, and then he starts smirking. <laughs> wow, security guards stepped in and said, well, some people still have to wear masks. She's in her arms crossed, upset in the loss. And right here we have, do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden is handling the COVID pandemic? Right here, strongly disapprove at 35% of the vote, while strongly approve is under 15%. Just 45% of Americans now approve of how Biden is dealing with COVID. A devastating blow to the president who won the White House after making a promise to shut down the virus, not the economy. The Democratic National Committee reacted to the Supreme Court's decision by saying it does not change the importance of the vaccines as a tool against the pandemic. Nor does it change the fact that it is Republican leaders, governors and senates, and House members who continue to dangerously undermine vaccines and elevate anti-vaxxers and eco-conspiracy theories on daily on a daily basis to cater to a fringe unvaccinated group, the DNC said. Right, well, everybody I know who's gotten severely sick with COVID for a second time all was vaccinated. And I'm sitting here with the intact DNA like, what's up, bitch? Mm, mm, I'm not going to have some flipper kids. Y'all are going to have some flipper kids. But... Let's go to Jen Psaki now. Let's see what my favorite Saki has to say about anything. You know. All these ads. We have another special guest today, our National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, who will give us some brief opening comments. How much of a blow is this to the administration's plan, pandemic response plan? First, let me start with some good news, uh, news that maybe isn't getting enough attention yet. That's our jobs here, or my job here, I should say. Uh, CMS's requirement for healthcare workers to be vaccinated will save the lives of patients, I think your job as well is as the lives back. of doctors, nurses, and others uh, who work in healthcare settings. It will cover 17 million healthcare workers at 76,000 medical facilities. The Supreme Court upheld it, and we will enforce that. Uh, the, sen- uh, the, the Supreme Court's decision on the OSHA mandate essentially means that in, the pan- in this pandemic, it is up to individual employers to determine whether their workplaces will be safe for employees and whether their businesses will be safe for consumers. Uh, So President Biden, you'll see this in his statement, uh, will be calling on and will continue to call on businesses to immediately join those who have already stepped up, including one third of Fortune 100 companies uh, to institute vaccination requirements to protect their workers, customers and communities. We have to keep working together uh, in order uh, to uh, get this done to save more lives. Um, I would note that there are a couple of um, signs, good signs in terms of uh, without this, um, even in even in spite of the ruling that we would point to. One is that 57%, according to a Navigator poll of Americans support vaccine requirements. Uh, according to a Wills Tower Watson's report, a survey of 534 US employers, a majority, 57% of respondents have or will require their employees to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Why? Uh, because nearly, uh, because employees wanna feel safe in the workplace, uh, because they want to incentivize workers to come back to the workplace and because they've seen uh, large companies across the country implement this and see how effective it is. More than 80 million people would have been affected by this uh, vaccine and testing mandate. So what kind of impact does this decision have on the broader effort just to get COVID under control? 
Well, I, I think we're already looking at this point in time of uh, more than 71% of people have had both shots uh, that to make them fully protected. Obviously, we're encouraging people, of course, to get boosted. More than 80%, 83%, I believe at this point, have had their first shot. We're going to continue to work full speed at doing that. Obviously, this was a step that we announced and we had every intention of implementing because we knew that it was the point where putting in place requirements in the workplace would help get more people vaccinated. The good news is that uh, a number of companies have already decided to do that and do that successfully. And the work and the effort is really gonna be on their shoulders. So really it's going to depend on how effective that is. Uh, I have a question about a video that Iran's Supreme Leader posted on his website. Um, that- oh yeah, about yeah, they're mad that Trump killed that fucking towel head Soleimani. So they released a video about assassinating Donald Trump. It's old news. Uh, in my intro. Appears to show a robot uh, conducting a drone strike, killing the former president at his Mar-a-Lago golf club. Is the intelligence community assessing this threat and working with former President Trump uh, to offer protection of any kind? I'm not going to speak to the work of our intelligence community. Obviously, no. uh, the uh, the kind of uh, rhetoric or video uh, from the Supreme Leader is something that uh, we've seen, um, you know, offensive uh, offensive rhetoric and behavior in the past. Uh, but I'm not going to speak to more specifics of internal discussions. But are you aware of the video? I don't have any more details on it. Well, so uh, yes. I think, look, I think the president's view on expanding access to voting. Whether... That is the end of this article. Of course, always in the description below. And let me get back up to the top so I can. The Daily Mail article, of course, by Elizabeth Eklund. It's up to the states to do what is the right thing. Biden tells states to ignore Supreme Court. And now we move on to the last article by one of our greatest heroes who just emerged recently. We now head over to one of the sources that I am, I've always been on the fence about, but I am surprised and happy about this article from the Washington Times, America's newspaper, normally, titled, Just Say No to Biden and Fauci's Universal Vaccination Nation, America's Quasi-Vaccine Significantly Riskier Than Public Health Officials Are Disclosing. By... Dr. Robert Malone and Peter Navarro. Now, who are these men, you may be asking? Dr. Robert Malone is a discoverer of the in vitro and in vivo RNA transinfection and the original inventor of the core mRNA vaccine technology. Peter Navarro served in the Trump White House as assistant in the rapid development of the gene vaccine. And the author of, quote, In Trump Time, a Journal of America's Plague Year, All Access Press. Now let's get into this. In this Declaration of Independence, from the forced universal vaccine policy, we hold these truths to be evident. SARS-CoV-2 appears to be a bioweapon genetically engineered at the Wuhan Institute of Virology using gain-of-function technology transferred to China by Dr. Anthony Fauci's National Institute of Health bureaucracy and funded in part by both NIH and a threat mitigation branch of the Department of Defense's Defense Threat Reduction Agency. China's virus has killed millions, undermined the uh, (coughs) economics of China's rivals, and destabilized Western-style democracies through panicky authoritarian measures, such as vaccine passports, economic lockdowns, and mask vaccine mandates. No vaccine exists capable of eradicating the virus comparable to vaccines for diseases like polio and smallpox and COVID-19 has entered a variety of animal reservoirs. At this point, it cannot be eradicated by any human vaccine. Furthermore, the public health threat of the Omicron variant is minuscule. While our national medicine cabinet contains only a very mixed bag of highly leaky, non-durable quasi-vaccines. For example, the Pfizer-Moderna jabs 
are based on experimental R mRNA technology originally developed by one of its peace authors, being Dr. Malone. R of primitive construction and are associated with the development of vaccines and more monoclonal antibody-resistant viral mutations. With leakiness, vaccinated individuals are becoming infected at increasing rates. With non-durability, the Pied Pipers of the forced vaccinations are demanding ever more booster jabs. America's quasi-vaccines are significantly riskier to public health than officials have disclosed. They can trigger serious cardiac and thrombotic conditions. Menstrual cycle disruptions, Bell Palsy, Galen, or Julian Barre syndrome. By the way, uh, Jenna Jameson actually just recently came down with Gillian Barre syndrome after her vaccination. So sad, but I guess being on her back for the rest of her life isn't so different from the first half of her life. And anaphylaxis. Male children appear particularly prone to myocarditis. While post-vaccination individuals may have suppressed immunities that make them vulnerable to other diseases, government officials like Dr. Fauci and big pharma executives like Pfizer CEO Alberta Barola and Scott Gottlieb have fed us a steady diet of noble lies. Assurances to encourage universal vaccination. This propaganda has been disseminated by outlets such as CNN and MSNBC and reinforced by systemic big tech censors like Facebook and Google, determined to hide reality from the public, even as drug company lawyers work to avoid data disclosure that would inform us otherwise. The virus is now so thoroughly embedded in the global population that like the common cold and flu, it will be with us for the foreseeable future. It is long past time to substitute Dr. Fauci's increasingly frantic vaccines as a silver bullet fantasy for his reality. The generic vaccines and overflow Fauci-Biden policies have utterly failed to meet their public health objectives. Even as life insurances executives such as One America CEO J. Scott Davison are on are on fire concerning the overall high mortality rates observing in their data. Alternatively, we must pragmatically build herd immunity against the virus, and the quickest and fastest way to do so to do this is to reserve vaccinations for the most vulnerable people who are already highly vaccinated while flooded our communities with cheap, safe, and infectious therapeutics freely prescribed in early treatments by personal physicians. This is fundamentally a conservative strategy. No health person below the age of 60 should be enticed or coerced to get vaccinated. This is especially true for health for healthy children who are at little risk from the prior higher risk virus strains and develop more robust, diverse, and durable immunity than the quasi-vaccinated adults. It should go without saying that healthy normal children should not be treated with experimental medical products. This is particularly true given that over half of the nation's children have already developed an enhanced natural immunity ingrained by the infection. And the risk of side effects from the Pfizer-BioNTech product is far higher in those who have developed natural immunities. Regarding therapeutics, abundant researches now show hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in particular can significantly moderate symptoms, reduce hospital stays, and eliminate the need for ventilators and take off the table when administrated in early treatment after symptoms begin. Both are just both are not just for cheaper <coughs> pardon me. Both are not just far cheaper than new antiviral pills approved by the FDA and pimped by Merck and Pfizer. They are safer and likely more effective. The biggest health risk 
from the Biden-Fauci universal vaccination strategy is the doomsday scenario. The more you vaccinate, the more likely you will spread the vaccine-resistant mutations. And the more likely those vaccines will fall prey to the mutations, particularly lethal vaccine-resistant mutations, in a universally vaccinated world may well wipe out the human race. This is not science fiction. This is Virology 101, the Black Swan event, though it may be. Furthermore troubling, data is emerging from Denmark and the UK that vaccines may increase risk of Omicron infections, the biggest political risk as America's mass formation (coughs) hypnosis bureaucrats ratchet up the universal vaccination. Pressure, <clears throat> pressures are the threats to our jobs and access to schools, shopping, restaurants, and sports arenas. Mr. Fauci, ooh, you'll notice that Dr. Malone said Mr. Fauci there. Mr. Fauci is now even discussing banning airline travel for the unvaccinated. He seeks to herd us like sheep or lemmings towards the vaccinated nation ruled by the same kind of overbearing authoritarian uh, attacks emphasized by the very country from which the virus originated. The Australia, Canada, and Europe, or sorry, that Australia, Canada, and Europe have already reached a disturbing state of forced vaccination disgrace should be a warning sign to every American still concerned about the freedoms and future of the American democracy. If the Biden-Fauci doctrine were based on sound science and the workable strategy, and if Omicron were causing severe disease and death, trading freedom for reduced risk might be barely tolerable. But this current frantic madness cuts against the grain of both current data and every scientific principle we know. The Biden-Fauci administration has become consumed by a mass formation fantasy of safe and effective gene vaccines that can save us from non-existent Omicron danger. Accordingly, today we declare our independence from these fools and urge all of our fellow citizens, vaccinated or not, to do the same. This is based on current scientific data, not on hyper-fantasy. And that is the end of this article as well as this episode of Inside Four Walls. Folks, celebrate. Enjoy the win, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.